I'm watching that and say, wow, what a long segment. But it told such a great story. Yeah. It told a great story. Or it, co- it told a, the story well enough that it needed. If they had started taking breaks and that, people would have said that I, it would have pissed them off. It would have pissed me off. I'd have got on a plane right then and flew up there and slapped Triple H right when I saw him. What do you think about the show, Sid? So you're listening to this podcast. Maybe you want to make a podcast of your own. Well, Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast direct to Spotify. Everywhere else podcasts are heard as well. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify. And if you want to take the conversations of your fans to the next level, you can even do Q&As and polls direct through that same feed. Spotify for podcasters. Get it now. I thought it was a very good show. This was a very good show. It centered around what it needed to be centered around, and that's the latest chapter in the bloodline. And I think it did a great job of following up and getting us on the path to SummerSlam on the show. So overall, if that's the focus of the show, it's usually going to be one of their better shows. Everything else doesn't really matter. That was the great stuff. So yeah, I thought the show was great. What about you? No, it was that segment with that tribal trial. Man, that was... That was a long segment, but I will give WWE credit. The announcers laid out on it. That's called not talking for the people don't know what I'm talking. They laid out and and let the, let the characters tell the story, and you could tell that the the fans are really invested in this because they wanted Jade to take the, I guess what is that the tribal bead delay. Wanted Solo to take it, so every one of these players in this whole segment are super, super over. That's why now they don't they don't need to do anything big with them. Now they do the little minute stuff, the little bit of you know that you can read a lot into it. So even the times the announcers were laying out. I could just look at the fans' brain spinning. Oh, what now? What does this mean? What does that mean? And that's exactly where you need fans to be because they're doing the thinking when you're even trying to look at the overall product, but the fans are doing the thinking for you. So I thought it was a, how many matches did they have? They only had like three matches, right? I I want to say, yeah, maybe three or four I'll go and count it as we go through the recap here, but let's go through what happened with the bloodline because that was the majority of this show was centered on. And like you said, they got nearly like one fourth of the show was just for the first segment. So they did a recap of what went down with the bloodline civil war with Jay Uso scoring the first win over Roman Reigns, the first pinfall win over him in three and a half years at money in the bank. And then the Usos came out to a huge reaction from the Madison square carding crowd. Uh, they knew yep. the lyrics to, to, to their song and they were singing along with it. You had uh, Jimmy and Jay play into the crowd with the mic 
like, and they say they feel good after pinning Roman Reigns, but this is interrupted by by Paul Heyman, who's flanked by Solo Sokoa. He's holding uh, the two of the Roman's championship, and he introduces himself to the crowd. Uh, he says, here. "Let me ask you something. Yeah. During this, not, not right here, but they were like ten or fifteen seconds that I just had silence. Did you have the same thing? Was that yeah. because of the crowd playing something?" Yeah, there was a few times they did that. I think when the crowd were were doing the curse word chants, maybe like I think like uh, I think there was another time they did like a, a chant. And since we're doing this recorded, they can just edit this out. But yeah, yeah, they were doing those type of chants, and that's when they had to go completely kind of because I know they have like a couple of second delay on the broadcast, so they just muted it completely. Yeah. Well, that's what I thought. Okay, continue. Yeah. So, so yeah. Heyman, Heyman's talking about how uh, he, they are talking about this tribal court, but he's going to spell it out for them that the only one who can tell uh, he uh, Jay and Jimmy tell him that he want they want Heyman to shut up, and he says the only one that can tell him that he's about to say Roman Reigns, but Solo takes the mic from Heyman. He drops Great it. Move. Great move. I loved it. And then you have Roman Reigns come out. That brings us to our like our first commercial. So he comes out and he's standing in the ring with Heyman, Jimmy J, Solo on the other side. And Roman uh, gets uh, a mic from Heyman and he waits on uh, a whole a whole chant of "You got pinned" from the Madison Square Garden crowd. And he admits to getting pinned, but he says he's still the Tribal Chief. They chant Tribal Chief for him. Uh, Roman brings up how uh, that. They're talking about this tribal uh, court tonight, but he says the only person who can call a tribal court is the tribal chief. And he says that who's the tribe? Who's trying to be the tribe? <laughs> who's trying to be the tribal chief here? And uh, then Jimmy and Jay present Exhibit A, which is basically footage of Roman Reigns abusing his power and abusing his family, chewing out Jimmy and Jay after the WrestleMania loss and the aftermath with Roman running roughshod over them. They even included him his bullying of Paul Heyman and knocking him out out with a Superman punch and Roman seems unfazed by reminding them of his of uh, his tyranny at first and then uh, we get uh, Madison Square Garden with the you fucked up chant uh, <laughs> which <laughs> which that that gets that's I think that was the first time that they muted it out because they, yep. they were cursing like that and uh, Roman says that it isn't who he is what those uh, what the video package show he says that's that's who he was forced to be he says he didn't want to lower himself like Good that answer. <laughs> he said he didn't want to do it he did it for Jay he did it for Jimmy he did it for Solo and Roman says that he was the Wrestlemania main event long before the bloodline and he did yeah. this to get them over and he bent his moral compass for the family for the elders and this is what he gets and yeah, he he says a unappreciative family I don't blame him I thought it was a great interview go ahead 
Oh, it was excellent. It was excellent. Uh, he was trying to play on the emotional heartstrings here. So he says that uh, he says he gets a compliment, a compilation of his worst moments to embarrass him in front of his family. He says he's his kids are back there. And he says he takes the weight of the world and everyone's family and he lifts them up. And Roman didn't need, uh, didn't need more kids. And he's got five of his own and didn't need to shoulder their burdens as well. And he says he doesn't need this he doesn't need more money he doesn't need He's more out. power i'm out he says Roman says, uh, doesn't want or need to be the tribal chief. He says he's done with all of this. He, he tosses the mic and Jay follows suit. Uh, Roman stares down Jay and then he takes off his uh, his cer ceremonial necklace, the lay, and he seems to offer it to Jay. He puts it around his neck. Heyman is crying and so is Roman. Roman's got tears on his, on his cheek. That's, that's great great stuff he takes off his title he tosses that down he gets on his knees in front of jay jay goes to touch him well, let, me and take you. Let, me, let me stop you at that point right there what did you think was going to happen oh I I, is... I I knew he was gonna leave him a low blow i was like i was like no this is this is this is roman roman is gaslighting him and well, i knew something he's sucking him in i knew something was going to happen but i said but just a little bit of part of me says, you know, he may give the it's a it's a swerve, but yeah. he may give it to him. He can take it back at any time anyway, because he he's the chief. But when he had that little tear, that was that was great. <laughs> okay, go ahead, continue. And Paul Heyman, Paul Heyman, he puts it over the top with his facial expressions as well. Oh, uh, oh, it looks like he, uh, Paul Heyman. He he does sell it good. His faces are tremendous. So so Jay tries to to comfort Roman and then Roman uh gives him a low blow, which uh Jay goes down in a heap. Jimmy wants to check on Jay, but then he first he attacks Roman, then Solo pulls him off. Solo looks at the fallen necklace and Solo uh deliberates with himself. That was the, that, that was the point where the people said, Whoa. Oh. Now, <laughs> what, now it's decision time for Solo. And the people wanted him to take it. Yeah. And now Paul Heyman, I mean, Paul uh, Triple H hears that. And the creative hear it and see it. Now it has another facet that it can go. And that was great for him. So I, I love that part too. When he was looking at it and the people were looking at it too. A million thoughts going through everybody's head at that time. Exactly. I love this so you then then you get uh he's looking at the necklace and then jimmy uh charges solo he puts him down and you get a loud uh you know, a loud chant from the crowd saying put it on put it on as he has the necklace in his hand roman stands in front of solo and asks to give it to give it to him <laughs> then jay attacks them both to prevent solo from giving back the necklace solo drills jay with a spinning solo then roman wipes out jimmy with a superman punch but solo and, and roman still have a little bit of tension and they send jimmy to that to the 
the outside. They look to put him through the announce table, but Jay shows up to comp uh, to make this an even bigger brawl. You get Solo attacks him, gives him the uh, the Samoan spike on on the steel steps, and then uh, they put Jimmy on the on the announce table after they toss uh, uh, Jay over the announce table and lay all the chairs on top of him. And Solo gives him a big splash through the announce table, laying him out. And uh, Jimmy, Jimmy has to be stretchered out of the building. And that's like the end of this whole entire first segment, which went, I believe, 30, 34 minutes with everything, really? with the recap and everything. Yeah, I'm watching that and saying, wow, what a long segment. But it told such a great story. Yeah. It told a great story. Or it, co- it told a, the story well enough that it needed if they had started taking breaks and that people would have said that it would have pissed them off it would have pissed me off i'd have got on a plane right then and flew up there and slapped triple eight right when i saw him for breaking off on those segment right there but very very good segment and i'm glad it went longer because now because you know the people were saying i hope they don't take a break hope they don't take a break and they didn't so they did a great job with that. I'll, I'll hand them that. So continue. I didn't mean to interrupt you. No, I mean, no, I, did. No. I, I mean, I did. But so uh, during the, the final matchup on the show, we got announcement that uh, Jay Uso, uh, who went in the ambulance with Jimmy Uso on the stretcher, uh, he went to the hospital with him, that he was returning back to the building. We see uh, Roman Reigns in the locker room with Solo Sokoa and Paul Heyman, and Paul Heyman informs Roman Reigns, and he tells him that he's going to meet him out there in the ring, and he's going he's gonna to basically handle this once and for all. So we get uh, Roman, Heyman, and Solo are already in the ring. And Roman says he doesn't like how this went the first time. So again, he says, Madison Square Garden and all of New York, acknowledge me. Uh, Jay Uso comes out. And right right after that, well, well at least at, at his music. And then uh, Roman and Solo are waiting around for him. But he comes through the crowd. He jumps over the guardrail, jumps onto Solo Sokoa. Then he gets in the ring. He's fighting it out with Roman Reigns. Eventually he gets the better of Roman Reigns. He gets a steel chair that Solo Sokoa brings into the ring and he uses it on him, on Roman. Did Did he use it? He whipped that ass. I'm watching. I said, damn. I mean, he was laying them in and it looked good too and you could hear it. Yeah. So He he, he beat him up pretty good. I, I, I enjoyed that. He was not holding back. Those were some some <laughs> some lethal steel chair shots, especially on Solo, his younger brother. And then uh, after that, he gets on the mic. Roman had left the undisputed WWE Universal Championship in the ring. He picks it up and he says that he wants to settle this once and for all. He says no brothers, no no tribal chief, none of that. He says one on one, me, you, Roman, let's do it. So they basically ended the show saying that the ball is in Roman Reigns court now. So it seems like this is going to be the main event for SummerSlam. Jey Uso versus Roman Reigns. What did you think about everything that went down tonight with the bloodline, with the tribal court and the final? Well, well produced, well acted, well executed. And I, I think it left the people wanting more is what which is 
the essence of doing TV anyway. You want to see how this ends. And they have taken it so long now that even though they, they took them two hours to get all this in, it didn't move much. It moved just enough to keep the story moving along. So that was basically SmackDown tonight was the was the was a bloodline trial, family court or whatever they called it. It was wrestlers court with, <laughs> with a Samoan slant to it, but it's very good.